Hello, welcome or welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy you are here today. I'm excited to be recording this episode. Um, if you guys have listened, listed, listed, can I can I speak? Um, if you guys have listened previously, I had mentioned about some advice submissions and that my DMs were always going to be open on Instagram, TikTok, and I also included my email in the description. Um, so this week I wanted to dive into advice submissions and just read kind of what you guys had written to me and give you the advice best of my ability. Um, But before we do that, I just want to give you guys a recap of my week, kind of catch up, get a little personal. So um, especially if you're new here, um, my life has been a little bit chaotic the past week or so. Um, Some family things have happened that I'm not really quite ready to share, but it kind of derailed my week for a little bit and put me behind in my day-to-day life. So I've just been spending yesterday, the day before that, kind of trying to cope with it healthily and take the steps and the measures that I need to take in order to cope in a healthy manner. Um, I think that is so important in day-to-day life when anything unexpected happens, anything that just kind of upsets you or just anything that is going to change your emotion. It is so important to deal with those things head on instead of distracting yourself and allowing yourself to not feel it because in a few weeks or a few months, you always will feel it and it usually is way worse than it could have been if you would have dealt with it at the time. So that's kind of where I'm at. I've been just, you know, coping with some things, dealing with some things, and I'm a little bit late on recording this episode for the week. So just bear with me. I didn't even I didn't write an outline, didn't write <laughs> anything down. I'm just chilling in my chair, drinking my coffee and talking to you guys. But I mean, who cares, you know? We're besties. We're just chilling. We are hanging out, we're talking and that is, you know, the this podcast structure anyways. It's not anything uptight. It's just we're just hanging out. We're just talking. We're just chatting. You know? It's almost like a FaceTime, but you can't see me. So that's why I've given you that little description of me, just chilling in the chair, drinking my coffee. Anyway, so let's dive right in. Um, As I was saying last week, I asked if you guys wanted any kind of advice or if there's just any topics that you necessarily wanted to hear about. And I had a few emails from, um, from you guys. There was a few things in my email and then I had a couple DMs. Um, Right now, my my social medias are deactivated except for TikTok um, because I just, I wanted a break from it all. I, with everything going on in my life right now, I just felt like Instagram and Snapchat and just the other socials were kind of a toxic, just, just toxic right now. And I do keep TikTok because that is a platform that I'm trying to grow and it is a way that I market my, um, it's a way that I market this podcast and try to get it out there. So I did not delete my TikTok and I do post content on there as well. If you ever want to give me a follow, that'd be great. Hey, hey. So anyways, let's get right into the advice um, submissions from my emails and DMs. One of the first things that someone asked was, how do I deal with, how do I deal with stress? I'm so stressed out all the time and it just creates a lot of anxiety and eventually I just don't get out of bed because I feel so overwhelmed. What do I do to fix this? So for one, it is so valid to feel stressed. 
um, stress is normal. We're always going to, there's always going to be things that make us feel stressed, but it's kind of how you shift your mindset when you are stressed. So say you have a test or something coming up. If you know that there's a test coming up, then the best thing you can do is plan in advance. Plan out a few days in advance that you're going to study, you're going to rewrite your notes, you're going to do whatever it takes to prepare yourself a few days in advance for this test because that way when the test does come, you're less stressed. So that's that's kind of like a more that's more of an example that's you can control in a way because you know about the test. But from day-to-day life, when there are things that happen unexpectedly and cause you stress, it's still all in your mindset, how you react to it and how you deal with it. It's normal. It's a normal, valid feeling, but you can't just roll over and, and die in it, if that makes sense. If you are so stressed out about something, what is it? Is what you're stressing over something you can even control? If it is something that is out of your hands, that you have no way of controlling the situation, it's not your job to stress or worry over it. And obviously, in a way that is easier said than done. But for me, I used to be someone that stressed over absolutely everything. I would stress over things that I could not control that were way out of my hands. And that was just so unnecessary. Because why would you stress over something you literally cannot control? The example that I use with the test is that is something you can control to an extent. Like you can prepare yourself and eliminate stress by being prepared. But when things happen in day-to-day life, it's not your job to try to control things that you are not able to. So that's just unnecessary. If you look at it that way, like whatever happens is supposed to happen. I can't control this, so I'm not going to spend time worrying about it when there are other productive things I can do. And that's just kind of how I live every day. Like my lease is about to be up in a couple months and I haven't exactly figured out where I'm going to go next. Which I fi- I've kind of figured out the area. I know where I'm going to be, but I haven't found the right apartment or a house or anything like that yet. And I know that it's the the deadlines approaching and I have to figure that that stuff out. And I look into it every day, you know, and kind of do some research and look around and this and that, but I can't necessarily control that right now. That's nothing that I can do right this instant. So there's no there's no point in me stressing like, oh my gosh, like what am I going to do when my lease is up if I don't have a place to live? Like I could do that every single day, but it's unnecessary. So I'm not doing it. I'm just I'm just choosing not to stress and I have the mindset that everything will work out the way it's supposed to work out. And the more you tell yourself that, the more you believe it. That's also a really good example of lucky girl syndrome. Um, I just always say out loud, whatever's supposed to happen is going to happen. Everything works out for me. It's all okay. And it's crazy how much just speaking those words out loud will change your mindset and help you feel a lot better about whatever the situation is. So just remember, if you can't change it in five minutes, It's not worth more than five minutes of stress. The next submission said, how do I be happy by myself? How 
sorry. How do I be alone and happy? So this has taken me a little bit of time, but I finally am in a place where I am so content being alone because there is so much peace in just focusing on yourself. For the longest time, I was one of those people that hated to be alone. I literally, I just always wanted to be around friends or my boyfriends. I just never wanted to spend that time alone. And I think that's deeply rooted in the love you have for yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you're not going to want to spend time with yourself. So it's kind of a journey. It's a self-love journey, but it also takes practice, you know? Instead of, say, all your friends are busy and you really want to, you wanted to go to the movies or you wanted to go shopping or you wanted to go eat with one of them and none of them could go. Go, still go, go by yourself. If the more that you do things alone, the easier it becomes being alone and the more that you will love yourself. I think that it is so important to make experiences and to just find things that you love to do in your free time where you don't need anyone else to do it with you. And you can start small because obviously at first when you do it, you're going to feel a little uncomfortable. It's going to feel a little awkward. Um, you go to a restaurant and you ask for a table for one. You're going to feel a little funny doing that at first. But I promise you it's not that unnormal. It's not weird. You don't have to have anyone with you to do anything that you want to do. If you want to go on a little weekend trip and no one wants to go with you, take the trip. You are going to learn so much about yourself and find so much peace and comfort and the fact that you can do these things alone and you don't need anyone there to make you happy. It is a journey, it is a process, but I promise you it is so rewarding once you put that effort that you put into others into yourself. The next thing says, I'm having trouble moving on from a breakup. I know that the relationship was not good for me, but I still have so much love for this person. How do I move on? Breakups are tough. I, I get it. I've been there. We've all been there. We also have all had a person that maybe instead of it being like um, this great love, more of an attachment. So moving on from a breakup, it takes time. You just have to be patient with yourself. It's really easy as time goes on to focus on the good things and the positive things that were in the relationship rather than remembering things for as they were. Um, it's really easy to forget about the toxic traits or the things that made you unhappy because obviously you miss this person and you were just trying to see the positive things in the relationship and you sometimes just look over the things that were red flags and the things that hurt you and the things that really weren't right. Most of the time when you're going through a breakup, um, when you're in the honeymoon phase of things, the first like first few months, like one to six months, you're in a phase where it's just euphoric. You are so in love with one another and it is all the fun stuff is going on. And it's really easy to put on the rose, the rose colored glasses and just ignore the red flags because you are so just so infatuated with this person that it consumes you and you don't really pay attention to the negatives. You are only focusing on the positives. And that's almost kind of what happens when you break up is for a little bit, you're hurt and you're sad. And then as time goes on, 
we forget about the things that they did. It's also like a coping mechanism that our brain uses because we don't want to remember the bad. We don't want to remember the trauma or the pain. We just want to feel okay and happy. So we focus on the good things. So my advice to you, this is something that I had to do for several weeks. I would go to my notes app in my phone and I would think back to the first month of us dating. I would do my best to go back to every single situation, every month, every week, and I would literally write a list of things that hurt me or things that I saw and ignored. I made a whole entire list about red flags. I even remember, like, I remember my intuition going off crazily. Like, I remember so in depth when there was times where I was like, I think I need to end this relationship. It was in the back of my head, but I kind of just pushed it away and pushed it away because I wanted him to be the person so bad. But the truth of it is, if you move on, if you let go of these ideas that you had of this person and take them off the pedestal, you are going to find so much love for yourself and you're going to find so much peace and so much clarity. And think about this person as instead of your ex, think of them as just an individual. And what made you so connected to them? What tied you to them? What is it really that you loved so much about them? Because I know it wasn't the fact that he didn't take you on dates. And I know it wasn't the fact that he made you feel insecure because he was texting other girls. I know for a fact that those are not the reasons that you loved him. So why did you love him? Really think about the qualities that you loved from that relationship and then the ones that you didn't like and use it as a guide for your next relationship when you are ready for one. So the best thing to do is just take it step by step. It's not the entire staircase. It's one step at a one step at a time. It gets easier every day. It gets a little bit easier. So just remember the list. Remember the things that hurt you, upset you. And remember that you don't want to feel those things anymore and that you deserve better. The next thing says, I feel so lost. I don't know who I am or what I'm supposed to do with my life. And I don't understand how to figure it out. This one's kind of a very broad question in a sense, because I could go so many different directions with this. But personally, I went through this about a year and a half ago. I was so, so lost and beyond stress because I didn't understand my purpose or the purpose of anything. Um, I was struggling really bad with my mental health at the time, which didn't make it any easier to navigate things. But I I just, I felt so, so lost and I was confused as to if I was on the right path or not. I didn't know if, if I was where I was supposed to be and I was just very conflicted. I was very unhappy and just so unsure of myself. And the thing to do when you are feeling lost and feeling discouraged and not really sure what your purpose is. I think the best thing to do is visualize your goals. What are your goals? What does, what does your future look like to you? 
close your eyes and imagine your dream self. Imagine your dream future, your dream spouse, your dream house, your dream job. What is it? No matter how crazy it seems to say, how spontaneous it is or unrealistic you think it is at the moment, really visualize. Visualize that higher self. If money, if education, if there's nothing standing in your way and you could have that life tomorrow, what would it be? And when you start to visualize that future, you can start to make decisions that will get you there. For me personally right now, I am so into health and wellness and I love helping other people. So that's something that I want to make a career out of. I love health and wellness. I love helping others. So that is something that I wake up each day and I remind myself of the life that I want to have. I want to eventually live on the beach. Um, I want to have golden retriever puppies. I want this beautiful like Pinterest too. That is something you can use to your advantage is Pinterest. Literally go make a vision board. Put down every single thing that you want to have. So I hope that the audio did not cut out in the little, the last segment that I was on, but my phone, someone kept calling me and everything connected with my Bluetooth and the audio is all on my phone and I don't know if it messed it up or not. That really annoyed me because it was like a telemarketer. So annoying. How dare they? Anyways, as I was saying, back to feeling lost. Um, is to visualize your future. And when you really sit with yourself and think about the things you want to do, the things that you want to experience in the life that you want to live, it will feel, it'll be a lot more clear. You'll have a clear path in the decisions you need to make daily and how you need to structure your life. That helped me so much because before I would just wake up and I was living the same life it felt like every single day. I felt like I just woke up, um, went to the gym, and either went to class or went to work. And that's all I did every single day. And I wasn't even going to the gym for like a healthy, like for my health. I was going to try to achieve a certain look. Um, my just my whole mindset was so negative, and. I was basically just living in this loop, this cycle, and thought that that was going to be my life forever. And it really makes you feel so helpless. It makes you feel, I I was just extremely depressed because I was so scared that that was going to be my life forever, forever because I was so lost and I wasn't, I wasn't, making choices each day to get me to where I wanted to be in life because I didn't even sit with myself to ask what I really wanted. So when you do that and you really figure out your goals, it will help so much each day. Each day waking up, you will have tasks and things that you need to do to get you a step closer. And that makes life worth living because if you don't have any goals, if you have nothing to ever look forward to or nothing to work on, you're going to feel like there's no point in anything. Without goals and without structure, you are going to feel lost. So start figuring out your goals and make a plan. The next thing 
um, that I was submitted, it just says, I don't have any friends. So that's kind of not really, I mean, it's not really a question, but I, I get what they're trying to say because obviously I get it. Um, but anyways, it just says, I don't have any friends. Well, for one, we're friends. Hey, bestie, we're friends. Um, obviously, we're not hanging out face to face. We're not together right now, but we are friends. And I'm so sorry that you feel this way. And maybe it's not that you feel this way. Maybe it really is true. Maybe you really don't feel like you have any friends. And that is okay. Because let me tell you a little secret. For the most part, I feel like I don't have any friends either. I have a select couple of friends, but for the most part, they live in different areas and we don't really get to see each other that much, which kind of makes day-to-day life a little difficult, especially when you're looking on social media or looking around you and you just see people hanging out all the time and people that are just so close and you just feel a little bit envious and jealous of that bond that they have. And I've been there. I get that. I have been kind of going through that the last couple months, um, just feeling really sad that I don't have a best friend or like someone that I'm really close with in my area. So I get it. But all I can say is the people that are meant to be in your life will come into your life when they're meant to be there. So Also, visualize yourself and your higher self and who you want to be. And just remember that the people that are supposed to be there will be there. And again, it's okay not to to settle with friendships at all. I I like to surround, I want to surround myself with people that are like-minded and have similar goals. It's okay to have some friends that... Maybe they're friends that you just drink with on occasion or they're just friends that you do some fun little things here and there. But I get the feeling because I want friends that are involved in health and wellness. I want friends that will go to the gym with me and will just have beach days with me. I want friends that are like-minded and have goals and intentions. I think that the people you surround yourself with is so important because you will pick up on things that they do. So you're either going to hang out with people that do not encourage you and do not support the life that you want to live, and you start to become a part of them. You begin to pick up their habits and do things that they do because you're surrounding yourself with someone that doesn't have the same intention. So those friends are really worth waiting for. Honestly, I haven't, I don't have a friend like that yet that I can go to the gym with, we can talk about health and wellness, we can like grocery shop, go to Trader Joe's or like go downtown and dress cute and get coffee and take photos. Like I I don't have a friend like that right now, but I do believe once I start this next chapter in my life in a couple months that I will meet people that are more like-minded because I'm going to be pursuing education within nutrition and wellness and I believe that there'll be people there that obviously have like-minded qualities. So just remember that you will meet people. It might take some time, but it's better to have good friends over mediocre friends. I would rather have two really amazing friends than seven friends that aren't really good friends, that aren't 
high quality friends. And it's okay to be friends. Like I, I love to say that I'm friends with everyone, that I love everyone. And that is true. But there are certain people that I allow in my space and that really get my energy. And not everyone deserves that energy and not everybody is going to receive it because you can't just pour from your cup. If you just pour and pour and pour from your glass, theirs will be overflowing and then yours will be empty. You have to pour into people that are going to pour back into you. And that is something that I try to live by in any aspect, whether it's friendship or relationship. The last one says, do you believe in right person at the wrong time? Is that real? This one's kind of a tough question because I see both sides to it. And for a little bit, when I was first getting out of my breakup, I kept wanting to say he's the right person. It's just not the right time. You know, like he has this and this and this going on. And maybe eventually once he sorts it out, he'll come back because you know, he says he loves me and like we are, we just were so compatible. But at the end of the day, I, I'm going to have to side with, no, I don't think it's real. I think that you meet people at the time you're meant to meet them. And for whatever reason, if it doesn't work out, it's not supposed to work out. Now, I'm not saying that this person will never come back into your life but it could be years. It could be years and years. And you could be dating and seeing other people in between you and that person. So it's really negative to keep in your head that they're going to come back. Or in a few months after you work on yourselves, you're both going to come back to each other. I think it's a toxic mindset because in a way you are closing yourself off from opportunities and other people around you because you have this false reality that in time, it's going to work out because y'all loved each other. You can love someone. You can love someone, do everything for them, be their world, and it still not be right. Just because you were compatible and you had a good relationship doesn't mean that you need to have that relationship again. Some and most relationships are all for you to learn and grow from and not something that you should keep in your head and in your mind that it was just wrong timing because truly I think that you learn things and you have these relationships and the times of your life when you do because there is something you need to learn from it. I will say with 100% honesty right now that if I didn't go through this breakup, I would not be where I'm at right now. I wouldn't have started this podcast. I wouldn't have really focused on fixing my disordered eating habits. I wouldn't have started to put myself first. I wouldn't have started self-dates and started this big self-love journey. There is so much that I learned from that relationship and not just bad things because he taught me a lot of great things too. And for the longest time, I felt like I was never gonna be really compatible with someone. And he proved me that I am lovable and that I am worthy of love. And there was just so much I learned from that relationship and I'm really grateful for it. I'm grateful for the experience and just everything that I've learned since. And I think both of us, like looking at it now as individuals, we have so much that we both just needed to grow and learn from. 
and we met each other at the right time. And maybe we're not right for each other right now. Maybe we will be in years from now, but I can't look at it as right person, wrong time, because then I close myself off to the rest of the world and I'm holding on to something that might never happen. So I just, I think especially if you're going through a breakup right now or something, I wouldn't hold on to the idea that it's going to work out in time and they are your one true love because I think you have multiple soulmates in this world. I think someone, I don't think just one person has to be your soulmate. I think a friend can be a soulmate. I think you can have multiple relationship soulmates, people that you are just so compatible with and just feel like you know inside out. I believe that is a soulmate. So I don't believe in right person, wrong time. And I think that it just sets up a false reality. Those are the only ones that I decided to talk about today. Um, there's a few other submissions, but I was thinking about maybe putting them in at the beginning or the end of next week's episode as just kind of, I don't really know, but I think I'm going to start doing that. Maybe choose like two or three different little advice segments and add them to the end of each episode and talk about them. Um, but this was really fun. I really enjoyed recording this and giving you my thoughts and my opinions. And I hope that this helped whoever wrote the submissions and yeah, I just hope that um, the advice that I gave made sense. I know that I ramble a little bit, but it's because I kind of get passionate after I start talking about something and it's easy for me to just go on a little rampage. But I just want to get the point, the point across that I have. But that's really it for this week. Um, again, I deactivated my Instagram, but my TikTok is up. Um, so is my Twitter. I don't really get on Twitter that much, but my Twitter is also available and also my email. Um, and I'll also include my Apple music, my Spotify, any kind of little socials like that. Oh, and I'll put my Pinterest. My Pinterest will be in the description, but anything like that, that you'd want to follow me on or message me on my DMS are always open. Thank you for listening this week. It would mean the absolute world to me if you gave this podcast a five-star review and wrote a review or shared it with a friend, um, post it to your story, anything like that to get my podcast out there. It would mean the absolute world. I love you guys so much, and I'm really grateful that you are here today. Um, this is also a reminder before I go to nourish your body, drink your water, take your vitamins, and drink your greens. I love you and I'll talk to you next Thursday. Bye.